Thanks for popping on your headphones and joining us for an episode of Ballsy History, a podcast about big personalities and little-known stories. Settle in for a tour of the outrageous acts, incredible stories, and outsized characters that shape history. We're your hosts, Elizabeth, Elise, Elliot, and Maureen. We're glad you're tuning in. Today on our show... We'll learn about the bed that ended the War of the Roses by joining the houses of Lancaster and York. When King Henry VII married Elizabeth of York in 1486, he would never have suspected that his marriage bed would show up hundreds of years later in the honeymoon suite of a hotel in Chester, England. Shout out to fan Josh Fry for his excellent suggestion that we dig into this topic on our show. Thanks, Josh. In 2014, builders converting the Redland House Hotel dismantled a bed during renovations and were ready to leave it out for trash pickup when it was suggested that maybe the wooden four-poster ought to go up for auction. So they left it in the car park ready for a collection by the auctioneers and everyone was completely oblivious about its true value. What nobody predicted at the time was that this was actually the earliest royal bed in the country and one of the most significant artifacts of early Tudor history. How on earth did such a significant piece of history wind up not only lost, but nearly destroyed? To learn about Henry VII and why his marriage bed was so important, we'll need to take a quick look on what Winston Churchill called the most ferocious and implacable quarrel of which there is factual record. From 1455 to 1487, England was engulfed in a civil war, though many times the battles were small and years apart. The Wars of the Roses was fought between two rival families who laid claims to the throne of England, the House of Lancaster and the House of York, two rival branches of the English royal family. In fact, George R. R. Martin based much of the War of the Five Kings in the Game of Thrones series on events that happened during the Wars of Roses. Much like the fictional series, there was plenty of rivalry for the throne. Weak monarchs, shifting loyalties, murder, scheming protectors of the realm, and even assistance from across the narrow sea, in this case, the English Channel. This was a convoluted and violent series of events. The Battle of Towton is considered the bloodiest ever fought on English soil. Archaeologists are still uncovering human remains from it today. They have also found pieces of early handheld guns, which may have blown apart when fired, making them dangerous to use. Wars of the Roses is so-called because of the symbols of the two warring houses, a red rose for the House of Lancaster and a white rose for the House of York. For just over 30 years, the rivals fought, killed, and plotted against each other. Enter Henry Tudor, a member of one of the branches of the House of Lancaster. He raised an army in France and invaded England to claim the throne for himself. At the Battle of Bosworth Field, his forces defeated the forces of King Richard III, who was killed on the battlefield, ending the Plantagenet dynasty. 
Henry Tudor became Henry VII to heal the bad feelings between Lancaster and York. The Duke of Buckingham came up with a solution. Have Henry marry Elizabeth of York. The Tudors would reign supreme over England for the better part of the next century. This dynasty was the first of the modern age and included Henry VIII and his grandchildren Edward VI, Mary, and Elizabeth I. This bed was symbolic in many ways, not only as the literal marriage bed for the new husband and wife, but where the two houses met. It should be noted that unlike today where the bedroom is considered private, the bedroom during the Tudor period was the locus of power where the next generation was conceived or not and deals were brokered, courtiers were knighted, the business of the kingdom conducted, what took place in and around the bed of a king impacted society, history, even politics. The design of the Tudor rose joined five white inner petals representing the House of York, with five red outer petals to represent the House of Lancaster. King Henry's 527-year-old piece of furniture was also known as the Paradise Bed. Its carved headboard is arranged as a triptych, one panel shows the arms of France, one shows the arms of England, and the middle panel depicts the king and queen as Adam and Eve in paradise, making a pledge, one hand over heart with the other clasped around the apple. Such imagery showed the couple transmuted into Christ and surrounded by the fruits of paradise. This carved blessing from God reflected the urgency for establishing the Tudor's dynastic legacy by quickly producing male heirs. Indeed, it assumed that Arthur, Prince of Wales, and his better known younger brother, the future King Henry VIII, were conceived in this bed. The tree on the headboard includes grapes, apples, strawberries, and acorns, symbols of fertility, peace, and fidelity. It also features the red rose of Lancaster and the white rose of York, providing another clue that the bed dates to the first months of the new king's rule before the combined red and white Tudor rose symbol debut. This storied bed was saved from the trash heap by an antique dealer and put up for auction where it was listed as, quote, profusely carved Victorian four-poster bed with armoral shields, unquote, and sold for 2,200 pounds to an antique furniture restorer, Ian Colson. As he began to look over the piece, the age of the timber, the size of the piece, the carvings, such as lions, made him wonder if there was a royal connection. He contacted the chief executive of the World Monuments Fund Britain, sharing that he thought the frame belonged to the Tudor period. The bed itself has signs of extensive repairs, which is unusual for a quote-unquote more recent Victorian piece of furniture, as it was originally listed in the auction description. There are marks on the frame that looked like they were made with medieval hand tools, not mechanized saws. All of its carvings are associated with Tudor iconography. Coincidence? Many think not. The wood has been confirmed to have been cut from a single tree in Germany in the 1480s, and written records trace the bed back to at least 1495, when the king went to Latham. 
Microscopic traces of ultramarine paint from the headboard reveal the high status of the bed's former owners. Such a rare pigment was more expensive to use than gold. This represents just the second royal Tudor furnishing known to have survived the mid-17th century English Civil War. The other is a fragment of the headboard belonging to Henry VIII and his fourth wife, Anne of Cleves. Jonathan Foyle, chief executive of World Monuments Fund, states, This bed belonged to Henry VII. It has to be the most important piece of furniture in England, and arguably royal artifact. Even the Westminster Coronation Chair has less to say than this. In 1842, an architect named George Shaw discovered the bed in a dilapidated state, and his workshop created copies, selling them to British aristocrats as rediscovered family heirlooms. He kept the front crest in his home library, but the rest of the frame ended up in the Chester Hotel's honeymoon suite, enabling guests to sleep like royalty for just 95 pounds a night. Tune in again soon. Thanks for joining us today.